You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, it sure is. Badge and Sats here with you on a Wednesday night. And uh, Woogie's gone missing in action, Sats, because I think what happened was at one point Nick Kyrgios looked like winning uh, his, uh, what was it? You were hoping quarterfinal? Quarterfinal. Yep. Uh, and I think Woogie just went, I can't be on the his air. His head was about to explode. He, it was. Yeah. It was. Um, I actually found myself cheering for him at times, but then I also cheered when he lost. So I don't know where I stand on That's Nick disgusting. Kyrgios. Uh, how are you, mate? Be- Exported out of the country. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. Uh, I was out. I was cheering him on because I'm a, I'm a Nick fan and uh, I agree with a lot of his antics aren't um, aren't ideal. But I've got to say, I look even with a couple. Do you know of why he to lost go, today? Because he's a bit of a knob. He lost today because he behaved himself. No, a couple of points to oh, go. I, I didn't watch much. He's he's the, he he returns returns. Uh, it was it was just a a ground stroke. Goes too long. Looks up at his at his box. Abusing him. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Because what? they didn't I – I just don't get it. I know. He's, <laughs> he's just so uh, the opposite of what we'd love from our Aussie sports people. But he can play. Yeah, he can. can. play. Yep. Um, uh, Willie Mason's going to join us. That's talking about can play. One of the, uh, the greats of the NRL until – it was about seven or eight, ten years ago. Retired. Yep. Um, and, and a very good long career. I want to chat to a few things about Willie. We, uh, we chatted to him earlier on. Um, certainly about how the game is going at the moment, the teams that are going well. I think he's right across the game, isn't he? He is. Surprisingly enough, but a lot of people have got this uh, perception of Willie that he's this uh, this larrikin who's, who's never grown up since he, went, since he was playing rugby league. But I've got to say he's... I think he's, your perception won't change after the chat. His, per- <laughs> his perception will change because he's yeah. very articulate, he's intelligent, he he's got a great... Um, He's got a great, uh, a great memory and re- for the historical part of the game as well. So, what was the last story I told you about Willie Mason around State of Origin? Origin time? three, you emceed a function. He was one of the guests, and he basically wrote Queensland off to oh. the point where he called them some some derogatory names. He did. He said, "There's no way <laughs> that mob can win," yeah. and I was just gobsmacked. And I said, "Are you sure? Do you remember what happened a couple of years ago <laughs> when Wayne Bennett coached the?" The, the worst Queensland team in history. And he went, yeah, but no, nah, nah, that's not like that. You, you haven't got Munster, you can't win. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll bring that up and see how he goes yeah. with that. We'll, I uh, was ruined. We could have thrown it into that's ridiculous, Jack. Hey? Um, our lay bin, yeah, you've got your head around that. Now, so what we're you? laying, what we think won't happen. Yeah. 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 So uh, Broncos to win the comp, like last week yep. was mine. Mm-hmm. Broncos to make the eight. Mine was, I, my lay I bin last well. week was that... Uh, ben Hunt will win the Dally M. I didn't think he would. But based on last week's games. Oh, you think he could? I think he will. Well, And, and we're judges, but we don't know anything apart from our own 
uh, the scores that we've yes. given. And we don't get to, to do a game every week. I reckon in the last, since round 12, I went behind closed doors. I reckon I did about five or six games. Mm. So I only know what my votes were. Um, but, yeah, I'd be surprised. Well, he'd be, certainly be up there, won't he? He'd be right yep. up there. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the cricket, of course. What a great win for Australia. Came back from nowhere, Sats. And I know you don't like cricket this time of year. But here's something we, we should be chatting about. Should there be no tackling in rugby league until you're 14? Mm. This is a, a neuroscientist, neurosurgeon has uh, has come up with this. And he says this is not even – shouldn't even be – Debated. Well, he's we saying will. Australia is so far behind other countries. Yes. In the development of uh, protecting the protecting the brain from a young age. So he says no debate, but we're going to have one anyway. Yep. Righto. This is Sports Day for Drake Supermarkets. Uh, we've got they've got two tickets to the NRL Grand Final. All you have to do is purchase a specially marked product and spend thirty bucks in an eligible transaction. Then go online to enter. Now, if you want to get in touch with us at all today. Uh, Twitter at Sports Day QLD or just send us a text 0457736736. It's a Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, counting down to the finals, sports day for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. That's the NRL finals, of course. The AFL started last weekend, uh, Scotty Sattler, but um, there's always a bit of side, uh, a few side stories going on in the NRL, and uh, players don't want distractions if they're playing, and I guess Cam Munster's in that um, predicament. He's got all these offers coming in and talk about where he's going to be. Uh, do you think he'll well, – I think he's going to park this until after the final. So he should. Mm. And But then again, you know, the grand final is in the first weekend of October and Melbourne don't want to let this go too far well, because then they've got the World Cup after yes, that as well. Yes, and in that month of no, – you've got to have players signed by the end of October. They want Munster in particular signed by then. Uh, and what I I brought this up because I I, I, I see they said that's our – they've offered him something like a million bucks a season. We don't know exactly what – in the face of $1.3 million offer or offers from the Dolphins, and now the Tigers have said, we want to have a chat. But they've said, we've got no more money. I think it's really important. The club at some point goes, that's it. Mm. That's the offer. Now you've got to just give us a yes or a no. We desperately want you to stay. But, um, yeah, he's going, to, he's going to park it, I think. Um, I, there would be a part of him, and I reckon part of his manager would be uh, – part of that would be his manager saying, hey, let's just wait until November and see what offers we get because that, if it's just about money, he's going elsewhere. I don't think it is about money with, with Cameron Munster because wherever he goes, it's going to be seven figures. Mm. For him now, he's won comps, and um, I know that Melbourne have been very good to him. For him now, I think it's more about lifestyle and his partner and very young family, young child now, and she's from the Sunshine Coast. Yep. I think it's either Melbourne or but, or the Dolphin. I don't think anyone else would be taken into yeah. consideration. And, and that – that three hundred thousand dollars a year is a lot of money for anyone, but when you're on a million, it's you're still on a great wicket, hmm. aren't you? And and we had a chat this morning at a function um, with Cameron Smith. You interviewed him. You don't, you don't never in those things do you talk about how much money you made. Yeah, you talk about your success, your premierships, your, exactly the, the other stuff that goes on around footy. You know the tough dot times you deal with, but you don't talk about money. No, you don't say on how much. You don't go well, Cameron Smith. My, won five grand finals and played in another three. And over the course of his career, he made this amount. You don't. 
and it's not as important as you know what you actually achieve. I believe as long as you're being well no, I think you're right. I, I think you make a really good point, and mm. I think his next decision will be based around lifestyle. Yep. Um, I know that he's so loyal to the Melbourne Storm, and they've been loyal to him as well. They, you know, a lot of clubs would have cut Cameron Munster for what he potentially could have put the club through and and the game as well. So they've stood by him. He's got a great relationship with Craig Bellamy. Everyone talks about his relationship with Wayne Bennett. He's got a great relationship and a closer relationship. With Craig. With Craig Bellamy. So if he is going to make a decision to to leave, it's going to be a difficult decision. It'll be based on lifestyle alone with his partner and young child being closer to family in the Sunshine Coast. Um, I'll put this to you. Yep. If they win the comp this year from fifth, is he more likely to – Stay or go? Go. Yeah. I think you'd be more likely to go. Anyway, we'll see how that plays out. With the Melbourne Storm, you are right. You make a good point, Badge. There comes a time when you've got to say, that's it, unfortunately. We'd love to be able to offer you more. There's no team has won the comp when their number one player is on more than, and I don't want to confuse everyone here, 11.3% of the salary cap, which is about 1.15%, 1.13% of the salary cap. Okay. And... They've never gone through and won the comp when one player has dominated the salary cap. Where to that did point. you get that from? Just from my research. Really? Yeah. Is this just your research? So, with um, you know, when you've got Cameron Munster who would be on a million, and then you've got, and then you've got uh, Ryan Pappenhausen who's on a million and a little bit more, yeah. and then you've got Harry Grant that's looking at about eight to nine hundred thousand dollars. You're right. There's a point where you just got to say, unfortunately, so we can't go any further. What's that point again? What percentage? About eleven point three percent. Crap stat. Crap stat. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a true stat. <laughs> Is it really? True stat, yeah. Wow. That's why okay. you've got clubs like Newcastle and Kalen's taking anywhere up to around 13% of their salary cap. Yeah. And three front rowers are taking up. And then you've got trouble keeping other players yeah. or paying what they deserve. Mm. Uh, a couple of things about um, this weekend's games. Of course, Roosters uh, playing the, the South Sydney Rabbitohs in a much-anticipated uh, knockout Final Daniel Tupo, Victor Radley, no certainties to play. There's all, all the talks been around Cameron Murray. Yeah, but, you're right. Yeah, but Victor Radley got his own head knocker cut. Was that three head knocks here? Yep, mm. as as Cameron Murray. So I would say he's got to be in a fair bit of doubt. And Daniel Tupo's got a uh, a groin injury. And Sats, I talking about head knocks. Uh, I mentioned off the top, a Harvard scientist or a Harvard trained scientist has put out a. a um, a warning that league players shouldn't tackle until they're 14. This is a neuroscientist, Dr. Chris Nowinski, and he says Australia is way behind America and, and the UK in terms of preventing CTE. This is this is uh, chronic trauma and cephalitis, cephalogy. Well, yeah. So I mean, Jack's onto that one. I can yeah, see yeah, like yeah. he's doing it for us. I mean, you can't detect we, CTE until uh, till death. At the moment, that's right. Yeah. So um, he says it's crazy that how we, we are so far behind. I'm not quite sure he would have he would have the data on that. I saw this and you sent this story and I, I, I it was compelling reading. He says no kids should be heading a soccer ball at, mm. until that age, for you know for one. And yep. league players shouldn't be tackling. There's Oz tag. There's um, you know there's uh, there's touch footy. Yep. Um, yep. And I know in I know in rugby they don't tackle until they're. Oh, mid-20s, most of them. No, until <laughs> 13, 12 or something like that. You know, my kids, they, and, and I felt quite frustrated by that because I could see it, they were playing rugby but slipping behind leagueies. And mm. when the leagueies had come and play union with them at 11 or eight, 10 or 11 or whatever, they just stood out defensively. Yeah. But I get this. I really get this. This is um, – it, 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 what, it, what it would mean is if that's the rule across the board – 
no one's going to be behind the eight ball uh, yeah. you know, in, in time because they're all going to be under the same rules. They are. They are. I, I get the soccer. I get the headering before they're 14. I, I get that because that's a skill you can actually pick up quite easily when your brain is far more developed. And as we know, the brain or, is not completely or developed play with at 14. So, or play with soft soft soccer balls that aren't going to do any damage. Or also Nerf the player's balls. got to wear headgear. Yeah, Yes. Mm. Would that help if you're headed? Jack, you're the soccer expert. If you had headgear uh, on and you head a soccer ball, Other than looking ball, ridiculous as help? a soccer player. No, I, I think because it's so much about the surface area, where you hit the ball, I don't know if that will actually cover where you need it, to be heading the ball. But mm. it's also the, the trauma is about the brain bouncing backwards yes. and forwards. I mean, even you'll, you'll get a trauma when you, you – like a whiplash in your car and you pull up quickly. You, you can get trauma from that. So maybe that's not going to solve the problem with having head. Do you know, on. the questions are also, are they get, getting adequate, adequate coaching as a rugby league player from 6 to 14? And we know there's a lot of coaches that are just – they're volunteers. They do their best. They can't mm. develop themselves as coaches. They're dads that are just filling in. And, yes, they're registered and they've got all the right um, – the credentials, but – are they getting adequate coaching? And then when they when they get to 14, are they getting adequate coaching from 14 onwards in in junior rugby league, yeah. your club rugby league? Are they getting from – in relation to technique? And their head is – I suppose that their head is not exposed, I, I suppose, if you're not tackling up until 14. Um, but if players are 14 and above uh, – are not getting effective coaching when kids are and reaching suddenly puberty they're going to have to and they're playing tackle. against kids that are a lot bigger than them. Yeah, that that could be an issue. I know becomes a huge issue. Yeah. So it's a, I mean, it's a it's a really good healthy debate. It is, um, and I think it's one we, we, we need. And, and, and weigh in, please, listeners, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. And thanks, Jack. It's called um, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Mm. Okay, uh, we better get to the breaks. That's because we've uh, we can't uh, yeah we can't uh, leave this bloke hanging. Willie Mason is going to join us next. And thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand twenty one years in a row. This is Sports Day for the all new Kia Nero. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all new Kia Nero available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sherwin. Mason will score like a runaway steam train. There are some things in rugby league that are impossible, and that is one of them. Stopping Willie Mason close to the line at speed. There he is, our Clive Churchill medalist uh, from 2004, joining us on Sports Day as we count down to the finals. Willie Mason, welcome. Hey, thanks, guys. Good day. He was me. nearly impossible to tackle when he was in one of those moods, when he had that massive afro at times. He was <laughs> huge human. He's six foot five normally with the afro. He was about six eight. <laughs> How's life, yeah, Willie? You're right. You're, you're right. So, yeah, um, yeah, pretty good, mate. I can't complain. It's good. Yeah. Very good. What are you made of the season, 2022? Jeez. Um, I thought Penrith, like, to, to be honest, was not even going to be nearly beat. And now it's just sort of come back to the pack a little bit, maybe because of injuries and, you know, maybe because everyone's just seen that, the perception of how they're playing and, you know, the resting players and all that kind of stuff. But I don't, I think it's a bit of a bluff. I think they've still got the cattle there. Yeah. It's, I'm just glad that everyone else has sort of caught up a little bit because I thought it was just going to be a blowout at the start. I'm like, who's going to beat them? 
Yeah. You know, when you when you when you're talking the lead up to Origin and you know all the guys in massive big form, Fisher Harris, Luai, Cleary, Crichton, all these guys like Isaiah Yo, they looked unstoppable. And now they sort of they sort of look, you know, I still think they're the favourites, but I still think they look they, they can be beat. Your great 2002 Bulldogs side, 2004, the eventual premiers, and would have had to have been a good team to beat in 2002 uh, that year. But um, how would that side, how would that dog side try and destabilise this 2022 Panthers side? Yeah, I suppose we we're, were pretty blessed. We had a pretty mo- um, mobile forward pack as well, like, like Penrith. And our line speed was good. We had some good, you know, good players like Shifty, young blokes like myself and you know, Marco Mealy, Sonny Bills. Jonathan Thurston's, Bobcat, you know, so we had a pretty even even pack. Um, and, you know, you got Fisher Harris, you got Leota, Kikau, um, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo. It's a similar sort of side. It's very well balanced. Mm. Good hooker. Um, the halves are good. We had Braith and, um, and Cleary. We had Willie Tonga and, you know, Jamal Alessi, Ben Harris, um, Matt Utai, and, you know, Hazemel Masri in general at fullback, you know, so it sort of reminds me of, of, of us how we used to play. We was just, we used to defend real good, complete our sets, all that kind of, all the simple sort of things, but we're really, you know, super aggressive in defence. And that's what Penrith are. Their defence is amazing. How they work together, regardless of, even though they got beat convincingly, convincingly against um, North Queensland last week, they still bashed them. I think that's what their main thing was, just to make them a little bit sore for this week. So, mm. Even though they got beat, but yeah, they just play real physical. But I'm not how to how to beat them. I think the only team you've got to get offloads through the middle of their ruck and, and at least have fifty percent of the ball. You can't give them more because they're just going to drive you. And Cleary with his pinpoint kicking game, he does those cage kicks. He gets you stuck in that ten meter. They kick chase and their first three tackles after that, you can barely get past the thirty meter line. Do you know what I mean? So you need a back five that's willing to cop these hits and non-stop. And I think Penrith have that. Penrith have beat them twice this year. Parramatta, yeah. I mean, Parramatta's Parramatta mm. beat them twice this year. Mm. I think that's their, bit of, that's their kryptonite. They've got Wanga Blakes. They've got that Penasini, the Gutho. Then on the other side, you've got Sivo and um, the other kid, um, Opacek. They mm. come out of yardage. Yeah, they come out of yardage pretty good. And then you've got Lane and... Then you've got Pavlidis on the other edge. You've got Big Paulo. You've got Campbell Gillard. Like, they've got big enough boys in the middle there. They're pretty mobile. But then I don't think they're scared of Penrith. You mm. know, I honestly don't think they're the only team that I don't think rattle their cage. You know, I think so. Parramatta, you know, got a good hook, a good bench. They're the team that I think Penrith don't really want to see in anything. And they've got them up first round. And it'll be interesting. You know, I think Parramatta will be still filthy from last year. I think they got robbed in that pre- in the prelim or the, the semi-final before that. So a little bit of bad blood. It's a battle for our West. You played in all those games, Seth. So it's a genuine mm. hate there. Um, so it's good to see both those clubs going good. Yeah. Hey, well, that- both of those both, both things can go. Yeah. There's a couple of clubs that have sort of snuck up on us this year, in particular the, the Sharks and the Cowboys. From from your experience, how how important is it, or how how invaluable will it be for the other clubs that they've been there before? They've been to prelim finals, they've been to grand finals, where the Sharks and Cowboys mostly haven't been there uh, in recent years. Is that going to be a bit of a um, well, not a deterrent, but will that work against them? Yeah, I think that's with coaching and a little bit of experience with your halves and all that kind of stuff. And Towns has been there before, Nico Hines and Tanukan and. All these guys, they've, they've been there before. And all the other guys just need to gain experience. You can't get experience unless you gain it. Mm. And they're going to get it. And um, yeah, obviously, some of the other players like Penrith, they can really lean on that that experience. Like, all right, we went 
first year we got through pretty easy to the grand final. Second year, we had to fight for it, you know what I mean, and, and go the hard way because they got beaten that first semi-final last year. So they've done it both ways, so they don't really care, even if they get done. Um, where the unknown is, is pretty good for some people. You know, in 2004, I remember, even 2003, that's um, your team. There was mm. hardly any experience in that team. Yep. Hardly any, but you just don't know. you just got to have great leadership, good coaching, some great senior players, and you just go along with it, and you're like, well, just enjoy the ride and see how far it gets you. And I think North Queensland will do that, and they, they're probably going to lean on Townsend and Tal Malolo and Jordan McLean and a few of those guys. And all the rest just need to enjoy the ride, like Nanai, and you don't know what you're going to get from that yeah. kid in Tualangi, and, and all the kids from, like, you know, Mulatalo, from Ronaldo Mulatalo, looks like he just has fun all the time, these young kids. They don't know the young kids, which is great. So, so they don't get nervous, especially in, the, in this day. They just get out there and just have fun. So I think having these young kids who's never played um, any final experience, I don't think they really care. Mm. You know, so it'd be interesting, it'd be good, but, you know, having a bit of experience like a Penrith, like Penrith and even Melbourne's pretty well, you know, they're not that, that experienced like they used to be, but Penrith are. Penrith are stacked full of experience. Grand final experience, all with origin players, all representative players now. So I don't think anything could rattle Penrith, even with the whole... You know, resting players, the five weeks out for Cleary, Luai being injured. They've been playing, people forget they've been playing since they were 15. They don't, it's not like they're going to miss, you know, they don't really know the timing and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, so I'm not really worried about that. And yeah, of course. What about your doggies? You love the doggies. You like where they're heading? You like the, the direction they're taking? Yeah. I do, actually. Um, just having meetings with Ciraldo C- and, um, and Gus and a few of the boys in the last week and just seeing where we're, where we're heading next week, next year, coaching-wise, player-wise, you know, personnel-wise, everything like how the club is. I mean, you both have probably something to do with Gus through your careers. Mm-hmm. He knows how to organise stuff. He knows how to get. He knows how to get clubs up and running. And so, all the trust is in Gus. And and then we surround. He's got his man Serraldo. So that's that. That's been the main thing for um for the dogs. We've got a coach. We've got stability the next five years now we just need to start winning well at 42 Willie I saw last time I saw you was um, state of origin three night you looked like you were fit enough to run out there you looked at one stage like you wanted to run out there because uh, <laughs> the Blues struggled now on that note <laughs> oh, I want you to tell us please that the Raiders are no chance on Saturday night <laughs> because that night you said <laughs> Queensland cannot possibly win I know. <laughs> I just I was so confident in that badge. I still it just killed me. That's probably the most shattered I've ever been after a game. I was sitting there like we had beautiful seats, all surrounded by Queenslanders, and it was like it was you know all the time like Ben Hannon and Hodjo and a few other players. Beaver was there with me. Like me and Beaver just looked at each other, and went, "It's happening. They've done it again." Like it's like I was like, "How? Like how? What is happening?" Like I was just like, "This is ridiculous." Mm. And it happened again. It, it, you know, it's just, it, you know, I, I, it, it happens too often for it not to be like something at that stadium or I don't know what it is, that Queensland spirit. I get it, you know, like I've been on the end of those things before. And, yeah, I think yeah, the storm, the storm will win. Definitely. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you can only give me one name. You can only give me one name here before we let you go, Willie, and thanks for your time. Okay, Mad Monday, which has obviously just happened yesterday for eight clubs. Who was the best on ground yeah, in Mad yeah. Monday in your career? One name. Oh, Kurt Gidley. Kurt Gidley. Wow. Really? Okay. First home. Yeah, He's just a, just non, non, non-stop hilarious, just good 
vibes, good energy. <laughs> he's always, he was a skipper while I was up there, but he's he's like you know like Gibbs is he you know he doesn't really turn it on much during the year. So when he does, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's 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 the best. He's the best. He's easily the best. What about first home play that was first home on Mad Monday? Oh, Luke Patton. <laughs> He, because yeah, he general. ended up a referee, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very small nerd. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All, the, all the signs were there. The signs were there at the start. Right, yeah. <laughs> all right, Willie, we're going to have to let you go. Beauty, mate. Uh, you've done all the right. job. You've done the Cheers, job for guys. Badge. You're picking the, the Storm to beat the Raiders. Uh, good luck yeah, with yeah. the the ambassadors. I like, I like the Raiders. <laughs> oh, no, he's yeah. done the reverse now. Uh, good luck with the ambassadorship, too, with Body Science, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Body Science, yeah, man, unreal. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day Sports Update. Yes, it is for expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. Always doing a great job. Hey, Sats, uh, Career Best 89 by Cameron Green. Saved us. We, we were in uh, studio last mm-hmm. night watching Australia capitulate. They were five for 44. Green came in and he was plodding around trying to get off the mark. And, yeah, 89 not out um, for, uh, for the Aussies. They were only chasing 232. And they did it with five overs to spare. But we looked in all sorts of trouble. Alex Carey's the other one. Outstanding. He, he battled severe cramps. Cameron Green, apparently. Like, I've he got did. to be honest. I'm not going to watch cricket at this time of year, but I do watch the highlights. You don't, he had you don't severe cramps and struggled to run between wickets. It's, a, it's an ODI. Nine, you don't have nine It's not gem. a test match. Well, you know, Scott, he's been working hard in the nets. Drink your, drink your salts. Yes. Uh, electrolytes. Electrolytes. There mm. you go. So, yeah, we got home with two wickets, five overs spare. Uh, both Aussies that were carrying the flag for us at the US Open are out. Unfortunately, quarterfinals, Ayla Tomjanovic, mm-hmm. who we've been told – that is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she went. She was beaten by Ons Jabir, six four seven six. Um, third time in eighteen months she's been knocked out in the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam. So anyway, I wonder if that means she's getting better. The or world that's, rankings. Maybe that's her limit. World rankings. They. I'm led to believe about ten to twelve months until we get a true indication because Wimbledon wasn't taken into account. Okay. About ten to twelve months, we'll get a true indication of what the world rankings would be right now. So she's going to move up a hell of a lot of places. Yeah. As will. Nick Kyrgios. Uh, yeah, he went the full five sets of rents against Karen Hushanov. There you go. Hi. You can tell the rest. That's, I've done the pronunciations. That's <laughs> it, mate. I, I can't get any better than that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah as you said, took him to, f- to five sets. Uh, he battled back on a number of occasions. He uh, had a calf injury, had a like a medical break at one Please. stage. And, um, yeah, but in the end, Hushanov. Was uh, was successful. So Kyrgios going through the quarterfinals. Many thought that his the door was open for him to take this one out with so many of the top seeds being knocked out, um, and him himself knocking out Medvedev. So um, I, yeah, as I said, I, thought I, he I like going away. I like him. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Uh, Matilda's had another. I suppose loss. when you compare him to Bernard Tomic, I really like. Oh, him. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> compared to that. Now you put it. You, when you put some context around it, <laughs> uh, Matilda's lost again, the second time yeah. to Canada. Much better last night. The first half though. Apparently outstanding, Jack. Jack, uh, a Canada a powerhouse in women's r- yeah yeah soccer they're football. The, they are the, the Olympic, Olympic. They are the Olympic champions. Are they really yeah. Canada? Yeah. So they've not only got a great program, but obviously being so close to the states, where a lot of their players yeah. have that college yeah. system. They That's are. right. Football yeah. or soccer, they call it mm. soccer in the states, don't they? Yep. Football everywhere else. Um, 
it's massive in the States wow. and, and Canada as well, by the sounds of it. So we scored one. We're up 1-0. Up one nil, Mary Fowler, Mary Fowler scored really, she's really our great. Young superstar she's a gun. coming she's through. She's an absolute gun. But yeah, it is a thing of so dominant, and then two goals in the second half, undominant. Yeah. So yeah, got okay. a bit of a break until the next game. What is the next game? Next game is in uh, November against Sweden. But you know, this is all ramping up to the the World Cup. Oh, so it's another year. friendly. Yeah. Right. We're very friendly. Let's. We want some angries. Yeah. When we start playing the angries, <laughs> then we're fine. Okay. Break time. Australia's biggest Beaumont tiles. Together with us, want uh, to boost your business. All you got to do is head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. This is Sports Day. Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Drive Car of the Year and you can see it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, Jeff Toovey there talking about the uh, latest shenanigans at Manly. For Elders Insurance, <laughs> hands-on support for our local community, Sats. What is ridiculous in your world? Michael Jordan. He's not Michael like Jordan. Star. Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, mm. uh, is seen what appears to be a date with his ex, with his ex, sorry, Michael Jordan's son, son Marcus Jordan, has yeah. been seen on what appears to be a date with Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Come on, that's ridiculous. What? So, yeah, his ex-teammate, Michael Jordan's ex-teammate. A little bit of an age difference? Yeah. It'd be like, Badge, it'd be a little bit like... You if your son Jack was no, going out with my wife. No, someone who played at the Raiders. Yeah. So maybe Simon Wolford's son, yeah. who's playing at the Raiders now, yeah. going out with Laurie Carly. Daly's wife. Well, why is your it always wife? my wife? Why? <laughs> it, what do you think's going to happen? Because it's, it's a bulls like the what? Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I get it. Big age difference. <laughs> That's a bit odd, isn't it? They might have just been it. He might just be friends. They might. Maybe. She might be a mentor. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> What? With benefits. It's going to have one of those. Hey, um, Cam Smith's car park. Mm-hmm. At, now, if you win the Players' Championship, in which is at, was at TPC Sawgrass, I yes. think it's every year, you get a speci- the gun car park right out the front. For the whole year. For the year. next 12 months. Oh, wow. Well, okay, it says yep. Cameron Smith champion, yep. whatever. Well, he won it. Yep. He only lives down the road. That's mm-hmm. where he goes and plays all the time. That's where he takes his mates for a beer and... Well, they've taken his spot off him, and now it just says, tour players only. Come on, that's ridiculous. Wow. Isn't that petty? Because he's joined the live tour. How petty is that? It's fair, bud, isn't it? Where would Greg Norman have to park? He would be the next city. He wouldn't get a park anywhere near it, would he? It's like I drove into Channel 9 once, had a high car, I drove into Channel 9 to go to the footy show, and where do I park? I I was running a little bit later, bang, I zoomed in, and... Went in and this lady come flying into the studio and goes, "Who's driving the you know the white whatever Toyota?" I looked at my keys, the high car keys. I said, "I think that might be mine." She goes, oh, "You're in Mr. Gingell's spot, Mr. Gingell, <laughs> Dave Gingell, the boss of Channel Nine. No, about Dave Gingell, <laughs> he's he's a nice guy. He wouldn't care. He would have gone, "Oh, good on you, Sam. You can park anywhere you want." I know, uh, for Elders Insurance from local footy to community events, it's our way of giving back. Oh, before the break, our lay bin segment. You get better odds on NRL finals at Betfair. And gamble responsibly, of course, 
858. Lay bin is where we uh, we lay something. We uh, we say, hang, if you put a bet on this, we think it's not going to win. Yep. What are you going to lay, Sats? The Roosters have announced they're not drinking during the final series. Oh, there we go. That's the lay bin. You're laying that. Yeah. Well, you think someone will be having a... No player that lives in the eastern suburbs doesn't have a drink. No, they didn't, they didn't say not having lattes. Oh, I so mean alcohol. Just alcohol. Yeah, okay. not having alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine's around the Roosters as well. I'm laying that no Roosters fan is going to boo Latrell again this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, they gave it to him and, and some of it vitri- vitriolic and terrible, some stuff that was said. But the booing, now that he's gone public with it as well, I think he's going to probably get more Absolutely this week. Will. So, unfortunately, that's – you know, and I, I, As I, long as it's above the belt and – tell you what I, we will see. Play on. We will see fans ejected at this game. Wow. For going over the You're top. You're not laying They that. will have better – no, they won't. They'll have better security. They'll be really tough on this. The NRL, I think, will make sure. It will be absolutely heaving yeah, Sunday afternoon, be. that game at Allianz. Yeah, the NRL finals are heating up, Sats. Uh, find better odds on Betfair and gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. As we said, this is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. You can see more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, and don't forget you can get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. Hey, not long left, Sats, so we better rip into this. I want to ask you about this uh, confirmation about Paul Gallon's fights next week. Is it next week? Week next, up? It is yeah, next week. Next week, sixteenth. Two or weeks. Next Thursday, fifteenth. Fifteenth. There you yeah. go. Wow. Ben Hannon and Justin Hodges. Mm. Now he was blowing up Gal last week, saying, "I don't know what's going on yet. I'm going to pull out." Mm. What he is did, going did, on? Well, he didn't know what the the criteria was going to be. Whether he's going to fight them one round on, one round off, same time. Whether he's going to fight them tag just team. like old tag team style with yeah. a with a chair coming out of the top rope. Yeah. But now they've confirmed that there'll be an hour between his fights with Hannant and Hodges. Now, I want to know who goes first. Is it the alphabetical order? Is it Hannant ahead of Hodges or is it Rock Scissors Paper? It would be who is least likely to knock Gal out because that could ruin the night. That'd be Hannant. So Ben Hannant goes first. Or do you just, does the other guy go, no, you go first. And he goes, no, no, you go first. What happens if one of them gets a, a punch in and Gal's knocked out? Does everyone get their money back because Hodjo doesn't get to fight? If it, someone just it's a good point, happens Gary. to get one on There's got to be a clause in the agreement that says if you actually don't get to fight, you earn zero. Yeah. Mm. I would think as well if they are both absolute duds and, and he just towels them up and they're gone, maybe they should then go, now, we've got one more opportunity for someone in the crowd. If you want to have like a the old fight. Fred Brophy boxing yes, tent. come yeah. on. Step like right it. up, step right up. <laughs> I wanted to be any. Gal would do takers. that, you know. He if would. any took, if any takers from the crowd, he would do that every day of the week. But um, he won't have any problems with both these guys. Mm. Mm. They'd be passing the hat around, though. He likes the coin. He does. You'd have you'd all, want to I, get a bit more. All three of them do. Yeah. Especially Benny Hannon. He's regarded as one of the tightest human beings in really? the world of rugby league. Well, you ask any of his teammates. Gary Jack will fight him third up then <laughs> for sure. Okay, we're going to go. Uh, great work, Sats. Uh, I think Woogie might be back with us tomorrow night as we get closer to the uh, Maybe too busy. NRL finals for Suncorp Insurance. Winner of Ken Star's Outstanding Claims Award. Seven years in a row. Thanks for joining See us, ya. one and all. This is Sports Day for Kia. 
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.